What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. Is your first time watching the show? Welcome to the show. In a new studio for the next two weeks. We're in New York, baby. The city of dreams. The city of the city of dreams. The city of lights. The city of hope. The city of concrete and trains. Uh, my guest this week is uh, the one, the only, the fantabulous Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir just taped his new special. I went and saw it. It's incredible. I'm going to be taping a special in a two months, I believe. I'm going to let you know on my website where we're going to be doing it. AndrewSantino.com is where you're going to get all that information. But I'm not on tour anymore. I'm done till I shoot Dave season three. So enough rambling from me. Leave a comment, like, do all that good stuff for the algorithm. I appreciate you. I love you guys. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again. Today, it's early. It's Ari Shafir. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah, buddy. Ari, last night, we saw your special. It's good. Thanks. It's good. Uh, and what's it called? What's the name of the special? Jew. Jew. Yeah, Jew. Yeah. It was Jew Face. Wasn't that the original? Jew Face? No, that was just what you called me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I call yeah. you Jew Face. Yeah. That's, well, that's a term of endearment is what they say. It was really good. I thought the... Um, the crucifixion of Jesus uh, behind you was nice. He nailed Je he nails Jesus to the cross in the opening five minutes. Yeah, it's Andrew's idea. You just nail him in, and then you. I said you should have nailed Jesus at the beginning of the show, and then as he bleeds out, he slowly oh. bleeds out something. Hi guys, how you doing? <laughs> you know, a lot of people ask me, um, and he's just out there, just writhing. But we it don't was, have a mic on him. It was so good, man. The special's so good. You handed out uh, yarmulkes, which I thought was uh, fantastic. That venue was dope. Yeah, it was so that. cool to see people I haven't seen. I've seen Abrams in a long time. Who He directed it, right? He directed it, yeah. Directed my last one, too. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Well, how did, how, how did that start with him? Him and I started This Not Happening together. Yeah. And then eventually he became like, he you started were, trying to direct. You're like, you're going to so direct all my stuff. He did the last, yeah, he just did my special and great. He, yeah, he no, gets he's it. the he man. He gets like the fucking, you know, make sure it's a good show first. I like that his hair is long now and he looks more relaxed. He looks like he's more chill. Yeah, he looks like a punk. Yeah, it's cool. It looks like someone who's like, ugh, don't, don't have them around. Like <laughs> the people you love. That's people that you like around. You like those people <laughs> yeah, around yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of like your vibe. At the How long are you in New York for? I'm in New York for only one more day. I came in to do Jersey, which was fun. And then I did- Dress Factory? No, I did uh, uh, the Belmont Theater. Oh, that's cool. Belmont Theater? I, whatever it was. And then we went up to Niagara Falls and- um, Did a casino there? Mm -hmm. It's been a while since I've been in Niagara Falls. Tough. It was a little tough. I'm not going to lie. It was a little tough. It's, it's one of America's most overlooked um, and Canada's most overlooked like, vacation spots and tourist spots. Yeah. It's for trash. I mean, it's just the falls. Yeah. So the people who go there, it's like a low-class Dollywood. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a sweet combination of it's nice like people Bollywood. and Jesus people. It is. Because like it's Hollywood. all Indian. Is it? It's all Indian. Well, because oh, I think I think because tourists. No, I mean India oh, Indian. Okay. Because Canada, Toronto has a lot of Indians mm -hmm. and a lot of Indian tour. There were so many Indian tourists. It was. It just sounds racist. I was like, and they're all there, all the Browns. <laughs> but it just looked in my mind. I was like, I couldn't believe there were so many Indian tourists there. I mean, it was hundreds and hundreds of people, and Why we were the only there? two white dudes. Why there? It should be for anybody. 
No, it's not. It's not for everybody. The falls was for, I guess once that white guy went down in the barrel, people were like, all right. You know, the first person to go down was a woman and she survived, a school teacher. On purpose? Mm-hmm. She went in a barrel? On 1901 and lived. in a barrel the way to do that? Like, Well, they stuff it with cotton. Oh, okay. So it absorbs some of the pressure and, and wood. blows up. And wood also bends a lot. And she survived it. She survived. And the first guy that went over died. Like a bitch. Because he had these tits protecting him. He didn't him. have big tits to protect him. She yeah. just bounced off of the water the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like a woman golfer. <laughs> in 280 off the tee. A, wo uh, a woman was first. This is my favorite stat that I learned when I was up there. A woman oh. was the first <laughs> I was like, person. how do you do all this? Because like, oh, yeah, I looked it up. There. I was looking it yeah. up when I was sitting in the hotel. A woman was the first, 1901. In 1951, somebody died. Uh, not Many people died. Yeah. But uh, in 1951, someone did it and died. And then they banned it. It took them 50 years of people dying to go, that's enough. Don't do this anymore. This is enough. Too many people died. It's such a weird, like, go over the fall. It's like, you're not gonna, it's it's bad. Have you seen it? Yeah, I went there once. I stole a small pack of deck of cards and some handcuffs. Where did you steal them from? Some gift shop. A street vendor or something? Like gift shop. My summer camp went up there or something. Were you crypt Were you like a klepto guy? Oh, yeah. You were? Were. were. Was. <laughs> <laughs> Am. <laughs> What's the biggest thing you stole? Biggest? Like the, mo I, I mean, I guess I mean the most expensive. What's the most pricey thing you stole? I don't, uh, let me think. I don't, I don't know if I know by price exactly. I just steal whatever I can. You I don't know, salmon. the Jewish guy doesn't know the salmon, price? $30 thing of salmon. That's a lot. two weeks ago from Whole Foods. Wait, just now? Oh, yeah. A grown man, you're stealing from Whole Foods still? <laughs> yeah. You don't feel bad about it at all. Oh, oh will Bezos be okay? <laughs> will he recover financially from this? <laughs> from from hardship? your salmon stealing? <laughs> yeah. But what if the ripple effect is caused that like somehow, some way, a guy gets fired, his whole family goes down, they have to move back to wherever they're from. Uh -huh. So you've rippled ruin the whole life. Take it further though, take it further. The whole then, town uh, that the they're from. Goes under the economy, goes under, the, goes under, the, under, the revolution collapses. starts. We have a new system of government. Yep. We're all free for the first time. Yes, oh, I so am you, doing great That things. is smart, that yeah. is smart. So you, got, you guys heard it here. Start stealing salmon, please, from your local Whole Foods. In fact, I'm gonna say it on this show. Steal anything from everywhere. Whatever's underneath the cart, if you put anything underneath the cart, where the beers go, yeah. you know, you, you always have plausible deniability that you forgot. I didn't know what was in oh, there. Oh shit, my bad. I've, done, I've done that before. I've walked out with something consciously knowing it's in my left hand and just pretending that I didn't. Once you get to the door and then you, it hits you, you're like, oh, just keep playing it like I was playing it yeah. when I was ignorant. Well, because on the camera, you're just going to look like you were moving about, not thinking about it. I stole a, thing, a Koosh ball once from a- I love Koosh balls. Remember those? Yeah, of yeah. course. Wheaton Plaza. I was throwing around in the air, Chesapeake knife and tool. Just throwing around. And then I was like, like looking at all the gadgets and stuff. And I was like, oh, I could walk out like this. And you just did. Yeah, like if they catch me, there's no way they'll think I'm doing this. But you also don't have a very, I'm going to steal something look. No, I think I'm going to hostily take over your business. That's exactly, and they're more nervous about that. Yeah. They're like, this guy has a plan when he walks in here to try to take over this whole system. What are our dividends like right, right now? I look like I might steal something. I got looked at a lot. Really? Well, red hair is kind of like a, a it's like a, it's a warning signal. It's a flare for everybody. So people see it and they're like, uh-oh, what's going to happen? You don't blend in. No, and when I got like, by the, like as a kid with cops, I got caught by the cops constantly. Yeah. But even if it wasn't really my fault, if I was involved with other people doing something bad, yeah. immediately I got, I got in trouble. Like how would you just, oh, this reminds me because you're redhead, you're easily spottable. Dude, there's this- Also, uh, they think you're the one that started all of it. They're like, uh, if it was like a lineup of like our friends, if we were friends when we were kids, and it's like Jewish kid, black kid, another white kid, redheaded kid, immediately. They're like, wow. What did the red did the redhead kid tell you guys to do all this stuff? Because you're evil. You're uh, you guys come from a, a long line of like tricksters. Bad tricksters. Yeah. yeah. Bad gypsy trickster. Yeah. Up to no gooders.
potato diggers. Dude, there was a guy in Beijing in the comedy scene there. Mm -hmm. uh, black dude. And he purse Black dude in Beijing. Yeah. Okay. Purse snatched somebody and on the subway. And they were like, line up, get a lineup of the eight black people in town. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that one. It's that one. <laughs> it was just like, it was done deal. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like be able to blend years it. in a Chinese prison too. For and I heard snatching a purse? Came out different. What happens in Chinese prison different than our prison? Our, I feel like our prisons are the best. Best, yeah. Don't we have the toughest prisons in the world? I don't know. I mean, I've seen Oz. Uh, yeah, but I, I guess what I'm saying is our prisoners are tougher to each other. Maybe the prison system is Maybe worse. The prison system, yeah. Over there, they may beat the shit out of you. They and, might have gangs. They might have, I don't know. I don't know. No, they must. Yeah. Like when I went to Japan, there was a part of Japan called Rapongi in Tokyo. Rapongi? I've heard and of that. And it's run by the- um, no, no, it's run by the, uh, um, I'm going to fuck this up and it's going to be uh, somehow offensive to people. Um, like, yeah, exactly, there it is. That's what <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say. Yeah. No, it's run by like the, Ken, the Kenyan mob or something like Whoa. that. Whoa. Not Kenyans. It's run by- Nigerians? Nigerian mob. Maybe it's Nigerian mob. They sell weed everywhere. But dude, they like run Rapongi because that's like the dirty area, I think. That's like the, where the prostitutes are and all that stuff. Yeah. But you went down there and I, it, was the, it was the strangest thing because all day long, you know, all you see is Japanese. J Japan is nothing. You, when people talk about America being racist, you're like, go to Japan. Yeah. They don't let anybody live there if you're not Japanese. You can't buy property if you're not Japanese. Really? Yeah, they don't let you buy. They, you, can fuck, you can fuck off. Wow. You can come visit. You got to disappear. But then you see this part of town, you're like, why are there so many black people? This is the only place I've ever seen black people in Japan. They let them run it. All in one little concentrated area. Interesting. It was, it was really wild. But that's where all the fun CD shit was too. Rapongi. That's where you get some trouble. Bourdain used to talk about it a lot. Rapungi. That and another place called Piss Alley. Did you ever hear him talk about that? I've heard of Piss Alley. Piss Alley was so fucking Where is cool. that? Where people- It's a, in a part, another part of Tokyo. But it's just like where little huts, little houses, and you can, people have houses um, and their second level is a bar or a lounge. And you can just have people over at your bar, lounge, house, restaurant. Whoa. Dude, it was so cool. We just house hopped. And then we met a young couple who was- uh, uh, like two tourists, one of them, one kid was from Hungary and then one girl was from, I don't, I don't even remember. And they were two tourists and they had met kind of touring around Piss Alley and they were young and they were broke. And I was like, we should take them out. I was like, we should oh, really? take them to have fun. Yeah. And we took them to two, two other bars. How long ago was this? I paid for their drinks. Mm, seven years ago. You've always been six. doing well. No, I mean. You've been doing get by well. I've been doing fine time. enough for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So have you. Yeah, the commercials. Isn't that kind of nice? It's like you've, you're yeah. like, did you, you never had a point in your career where you were really, really hurting, did you? Oh, yeah. I had to borrow money from Kevin Christie to the pay rent. Not, I'm saying outside of the very beginning when you all started, when you started making a little bit of money, oh. you kind of strung together always enough. No, it got by where I was doing commercials and then I, you know, you book more or less every yeah. year and then like booked none for about a year and a half and all my money went back down to like zero and then under some. Then I borrowed money from Kevin to pay rent. Shout out to so, Kevin Christie. Shout out to Kevin Christie. The uh, bank. Best uh, uh, fucking illustrator in comedy. Yeah, fact. Uh, fact. He is. Uh, yeah, he really and, is. Uh, and then like, oh, I booked another one. Then I was okay again. But Just did you one give, did you give him the surfing. money back, or he didn't want it? Back? I had to give it back to him. You did. Yeah. No, he made me donate to a charity. Actually, I was just gonna say I've never given money to a friend, and if I do give money to somebody, yeah, uh, I don't. Let's not talk about it. You can have it, and I'll never want it again. Oh, I'll never ask about it again. But we're done. We're done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'll. It's okay. I'll just never give you money again. I'm not going to ask about it. See, I just think you give it up with the knowledge that you're never going to get it back. Diaz borrowed money from me once when we were both broke. He's yeah. Like, oh, I can't buy 200. But when this is when he was coke, Diaz, like degenerate, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, he was an older kid, you know, so I didn't know. I was like, okay. Yeah, you have to give them money. I needed it, but I didn't need it so desperately, but I needed it. And I was like, I guess I'm just not going to get this back. No. How much but was it? 200 bucks when it mattered. Gave it back to me like three days later. Oh, he did? Yeah. We probably flipped a bag or something maybe, like that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. I cut something up and cut it up. <laughs> I thinned out the Coke. He robbed a homeless guy? I don't know. <laughs> I thinned out the Coke, exactly. A buddy of mine used to live in the building that he used to live in off of- uh, Schrader. No, 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 no. The other, uh, the other one, uh, Gardner, Gar Gardner, Gardner, Sunset Gardner. Yeah. And he's like, he lived in the building. And Joey actually didn't technically live there. He crashed there a lot. <laughs> but he's like, I would see him coming in and out at like four, three in the morning all the time out of his fucking head. Oh, yeah. Now he's completely 180. So dad doesn't do that shit anymore. He lives in Jersey now, right? Yeah. Do you see him? I, sometimes. Yeah. So it's an hour drive, but yeah, I'll go sometimes. He's way out. Yeah. We're going to give his address. Joey Diaz's address is <laughs> yeah. right here. And his phone number, by the, the way. At the shop and save, make it left. It's going to look like you go straight, but you got to make that left. <laughs> got to make that. Hook that left really hard. <laughs> I asked you this last night, and I really want to know. You don't have any definitive plans over where the special is going to go. No. Well, I'm, now, now everybody was asking me before, and I was like, let me fucking shoot it first. That's the first step. I know, but that is all. Everyone goes, where, where does it I know. Go? Everyone does that, but it's like step by step. Listen, here's the deal. It shoot it how you want to shoot it, and don't let some fucking suit get involved. I'm like, I don't like to see it like this. Mm. Or like, let's just say it was like the old days of like HBO and Comedy Central. Like, we needed it one hour. I'm like, well, it's an hour seven right now. They're like, well, now you're editing it for some guy that's not you. That was always the funniest. I, I realized when I was young, when I started watching like, you know, well, all the Comedy Central things, like the Lounge Lizards and the fucking... Uh, uh, why can't I think of the other one that was like there's it wasn't really specials yet. It was like the half hours. Fuck. No, no, no. But it was like a show about stand-up, like the Lounge Lizard series, or it was a series. Oh. I can't remember the, what it was called. But even before that, I learned that I was like, oh, a half hour is only a 22 minute 22 set. 22 minutes, yeah. I knew I Hours back then. 44, 44. Right. You never really knew. You're like 48 minutes for an hour. I didn't know. Uh, because I started to figure it out. I was like, God, this is such a short, it feels like this wasn't a half hour at all. Yeah. And I, I got to re-record one of my specials because it was like, they were like, do a little extra with both bonus features. People can pay five bucks for extra. Do 72 minutes. It's like, okay. And then it was like, they played 60 once ever. Right. And then most of the time they played 42 or 44. So just 30 minutes, just 3,000 people have seen it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on. What yeah. a waste. Oh, and where are they now? Those people are all dead. Yeah. They're oh, all Comedy dead. Central. Yeah. Oh, same. I thought you meant the people who saw those. They're all dead yeah, as they're well. All dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're both all dead. I think it's nice to not have a plan though. I think it's nice that you were just like, fuck it. I just want to shoot the thing because then you spend more time worrying about the material and the content and the physical feel of the show versus, yeah, I'm trying to fit it in this box to make sure I get it on in time so I can appease the platform that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For. It's not, it's not, you know, they're just, they're just another audience member. But let's say this. Are there too many specials out right now? Is everybody doing a special? Depends how you look at it. A lot of people are doing specials, so there, there, there is some chaff, but there's also like more opportunity for people who couldn't get a chance before. Right. I remember when they gave Big J, when they announced on Legion of Skanks, Big J like finally got a Comedy Central special, and he was like, what? His agent called him, Ed Brooke called us, and he was like, you guys, and he's like, no way. I'm like, and it was like, but until then, he deserved one. Right. He wasn't getting one. Right. So he wasn't able to do it. What do you think was holding it back? Was it the gloves? Maybe, yeah. Can you uh, imagine an executive is like, I just can't do the fingerless gloves. We just can't put <laughs> it on television. It just seems like a, a person that we'd want not around. <laughs> um, but yeah, all these people who deserved it couldn't get it. So now those people at least can just do it. Yeah, it's true. I, I, it's a, it's a two-way street of like, I'm happy that, that comics have their own platform now to be able to do whatever they want to just make stuff. Yeah. Also, no gatekeepers is a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a weird that no it's difference. totally free There's for no it. difference in like, yeah, there's no difference in like a, just a shitty one or like a real one. Yeah, we've defunded the police of comedy. Which is kind of like, 
It's dope. Yeah. Anarchy. But then you're also like, some of these people need to be arrested. They did the same with music too, where it used to be like, you have to get on the radio. And now it's kind of way better because like you don't have to get on the radio. No, you don't. You can just be part, people just know your stuff. When's the last time you listened to a radio? I listen to it in the car. I like listening to it in the car. Christian radio I like. Shut up. For real. I, I just always go to that. It's soothing. And then when you hear them talk, it's like interesting. Wait, wait. You will listen to the songs? Yeah. Because because like you want to go how far in can you find out that it's definitely about Jesus? A lot of use of the word him. <laughs> A him, lot. Yeah. yeah. He is the savior. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is my friend. No, they don't say savior. They, they hide it more. They're like. He they, is my. Yeah, they're like. He like, is uh, my soulmate. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So what they do is they do that comparison where you think it might be about a loved one uh-huh. or like a boyfriend uh-huh. or a husband or, right. And then what's, it's really. What's the greatest Christian rock band in the world? Biggest. Greatest Christian rock band of all time? Yeah. Uh, probably Tool. Tool's not Christian. <laughs> uh, Creed. The Killers. What do you mean? The Killers are a Christian rock band. Fuck, they aren't. Listen to any one of their albums. It's either a song that doesn't dif- dis- dif- like dispute that or like, oh, for sure. Or definitely not against. Oh, yeah. What about the song? What about the most famous song they have about the one? I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. No, no, <laughs> no. The one where she's, he catches, he sees his girlfriend fucking someone else. Play it. Somebody told me that you had a boyfriend that looked like a girlfriend that I had in February that of go last against. year. Is that about Jesus? No, that one, one doesn't go against. He's just like, uh, listen, I don't know. The, are they? You re, they really are. They're Mormon. This. Do you know this for a fact, or you're making this up? As we it go is along? a fact that I've said uh, many times. I've told people I've seen the killers at Glastonbury. Because aren't I, they from? I've seen they're, them. They're and Vegas. then I told somebody that, that they are, and they're like, no, they're not. And then halfway through the concert, they're like, oh my god, you're okay. Right. Their most popular song, at least on here, 1.4 billion plays, was Mr. Brightside. Is that about Jesus? Who's the brightest? Who is the brightest in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, lyrics to Mr. Brightside. You might be fucking my mind up right now, Ari, you <laughs> asshole. Uh, coming out of my cage, and I, what's the cage? The cage of what? Oppression? Sins, oppression. Sin? Yeah. I've been doing just fine. Got to get bit down because started out with a kiss. What is that though? Is that Adam and Eve? Start, keep going. Start it. Out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Now I'm falling asleep and she's calling a cab. Listen, this is temptation. He's yeah. talking about temptation. Got it. He's having a smoke and she's taking a drag. Is that about his penis? No. Take the drag <laughs> no. off his cock? No, but it's no? pretty tame in terms of like- Now they're going to bed and my stomach is- By the way, this was the song I was th- thinking about. Yeah. Now they're going to bed, my stomach is sick, and she's all in my head, but she's touching his- Dick? Is that well, in there? Well, they don't rhyme, but they leave that open for oh. that, for interpretation. I thought, you know, this is your favorite band. Uh, it's my favorite Christian rock band. Okay, and, it's, uh, and look at this. He's taking control. It's killing me. Jealousy turning saints into the sea. You'll see it more and more. They hide it well. They wow. hide it well. So the Killers is a Christian rock band. You heard it here first. Yeah. God, I think that's fucking amazing. It is, and they've done a great job of it. Creed was too on on the note. Well, they were very. They were, I mean, other songs were about Jesus. Yeah, but even with arms wide open, you you didn't really know until somebody told you. No, no, because see, as a kid that grew up in a Catholic church when I was a kid, so they like we knew right away. When you hear it, you know right away because it's with arms wide open. It's also a different. It's like it sounds a little off. With arms wide open. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, there's a lot of all that. Christian songs have. Yeah. 
Everything yeah. goes really up. Yeah. Up and up and up and up and up. It yeah. does that all the time. <laughs> yeah, straight up to God. There's no, right, straight up to the Lord yeah. above. There is no way down. Where Jewish music is very like, dun, 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 dun. In the dungeon, hell, devil, like, hell, <laughs> devil. Dun, I think dun, you're dun, not dun, thinking dun. of what our actual music is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're considering something else. What but is, yeah, but I like to listen to radio because it just presents you new ideas that you wouldn't get. You just flip. So like, oh, this I is cool. I can't do the radio. I just, it, it bothers me. The, the, it bothers I don't me. drive very much. You drive all the time. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to I have to be on my playlist because yeah. even with like, you know, satellite radio, you'll, it's so funny how like radio, they used to be like, they play the same stuff all the time. I remember my mom saying now. that. Satellite does the exact same thing though. It doesn't matter. Who is it? Your alarm sure to wake to, up? To make sure to get here. That's cute. <laughs> it's a, this, is the, this is the second alarm. I set the first and second one. This is the third alarm to go, hey, text Andrew and say, hey, I'm really sorry. I <laughs> Then the alarm says, text Antino, <laughs> yeah. my bad. Death not coming. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey, whiskey. Hey, I've talked about Squarespace on this show multiple times, and I'm so appreciative of all the fans sending in their Squarespace sites. If you don't know what Squarespace is, uh, it is all in one place to build a site, promote your brand, sell something. Uh, we've been using Squarespace when I developed my site. Uh, you can also grow your business online. You can track the analytics and the data. Uh, sell anything, products, content, create. Whatever you've got, Squarespace is the place it's really amazing. I've been using it for a long time, and I've been talking about it on the show for a long time, and uh, every week we try to pick somebody, the team picks somebody, and this week uh, the website is Paul Hetherington Artist. Paul Hetherington, theartist.com. He makes stuff out of Legos, pretty incredible. You can check out his site at Paul Hetherington Artist, and this dude sent it in because he said, Cheeto, show my work. I used Squarespace to do it. It's incredible, and he did a great job. So, Paul Hetherington, shout out to you. And Squarespace is the way that you can design, help develop these sites that you want to showcase all your stuff, whether you're selling something or not. Uh, they have wonderful tools and analytics and insight to grow your business and learn where your site visits and clicks are coming from, which is huge. You can improve your website traffic, marketing strategies based on top keywords that they can find for your most popular products and content. You can sell products online, send out these email campaigns. Uh, they have custom templates to help design sites. And also you can do it completely on your own. You wanna go rogue? Go rogue, baby. Do it on your own, but Squarespace is the place to collect all this data from from all over the world to find out who's buying your stuff and looking at your stuff, and then uh, sell or produce or push out whatever it is that you need to push out to the world. Uh, just go to squarespace.com, use that promo code whiskey as it always is, was, and has been. Um, squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, uh, use the offer code whiskey to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash whiskey. 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, take your summer adventures to the next level with Bespoke Post. I've talked about them on our show and on Bad Friends. They got this box of awesome summer lineup for you. They partner with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every single month shipped to your door. I'm a big fan of some of the Bespoke Post stuff that's uh, inside gear. There's a lot of outside gear on there, but I like the decanter for whiskey. Uh, I like the knife set. I'm big into cutting stuff and drinking stuff. You know how that is. Um, it's really easy to get started. Go to boxofawesome.com. Uh, take this little, not a quiz, but a little questionnaire. Your answers are going to help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release a brand new box every single month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you're only going to pay a fraction of that price. Each box of awesome, you're supporting small business. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small upcoming brand. Shout out to support mom and pops, brothers and sisters, neighbors, friends, whatever's making it small business in the United States. 
Um, a couple of the new boxes. The Terra box is the one with the knife that I really like that I got one for Rudy on Bad Friends as well. Um, and uh, they've also got the Frontier that she got. Uh, but they've got uh, a ton of different stuff with different knives and gadgets and hot sauces. They have so many cool little knickknack things to throw in the box of awesome. You got to check it out. Get 20% off your first month, uh, your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code whiskey at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. The code is whiskey, baby, uh, for 20% off your first box. Box of awesome, boxofawesome.com, code whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. You had, you had, um, you had so many uh jews at your show last night there were some jews and it really was wonderful to see yeah i was i was i was glad that i got to shoot on saturday and sunday because saturday they probably couldn't come um if, well, do you think how many do you, how many super religious jews do you think are big fans of yours like that though there are some would will, you be like kind of like a a big no-no in the community well so there's there's what i call frontier jews mm. which are hasidic or orthodox jews that they don't normally go out to like comedy and like performances and stuff yeah but like they're allowed they're allowed so to take it's not vacations. like against the rules they to just go. don't yeah my sister goes like they want a trip to kenya in a safari and it's like how come no one else from the community does this and she's like you can they just don't they don't spend money on stuff i, I mean I, I racistly just assume that like you're not allowed to yeah it's like batman's parents you know they went to like the cotton club or something and right. that's where they got killed were batman batman was jewish no no <laughs> batman batman <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. But they're allowed. So you'll meet sometimes, occasionally, they'll be like, oh, let's go to a comedy show. They're like, listen, I, I'm not going to, this is cursing, but I'm not doing it. I guess that's true, right? Yeah. They're, they're allowed to see like f filthy movies or all that shit. Right? Yeah. So you see them occasionally in New York, especially, Juville. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. and I would always keep my eye on them when I was doing the material. Like, you know, the Orthodox women, when you're talking about wigs and stuff and like just seeing if they're having a good time just to make sure. And they always were like, this is all you're there, talking about my there, experience. There was right in front of us and they were dying. And I mean dying. That's laughing. great. But it's also because I think maybe- Nobody talks about their shit. It's a sign of the youth too. Like young people really want to feel something and they're not allowed to feel so much all the time. And that, that's just not, not just in the religion. All young people are all like pushed down to be like, hey, don't do that. Cut it out. That's like yeah. what it is. You're all so when you turn into a young adult, you're like, I'm going to do all the fucking things that you told me not to do. I'm going to watch the things that I'm not supposed to watch. But they were really laughing like right in front of us. And I, and I thought about that. I thought, I wonder how this, what this experience is like for them. If this is like a, we're being bad by doing this. Yeah. Is and they hear about that. I wonder if they're like, is this what always happens at comedy shows? They talk well, about yeah. Orthodox The Jews? whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every single comedy show is about Orthodox Jew. <laughs> But, yeah, but also I do think lights are dark. They can like let it loose and like and, and like shift the wig back a little bit. No, no, no. What if she took it? What if shift they, the wig? If back. they take off their wig, what what happened? A lot of guys used to take off their yarmulke when they were going into like a, a baseball game or something because they were like, "Hey, we might be drinking or like yelling out. We don't want to be a chil like a like a embarrassment to God. So we'll take it off, you know, so no one knows." But then the rabbis are like, "Or you could just leave it on and not do something that's embarrassing to God." Well, the point is keep it on. But I mean, what? What? You guys are always going to embarrass yourself. There's no <laughs> doubt. Are you when you you so you have to take it off when you're doing? No showering. You don't have to take it when you What about fucking? Do people fuck with them on? Oh yeah. You fuck with the yamakon. Have you fucked with the yamakon? No. I, I, by that time, I was fucking. I had it off already. All the but time. would you? Can you do it now? Now would you go back and put it on? I will now that you mentioned. <laughs> There's no way I won't now that you mentioned. It. I have my nephew's bar mitzvah yamaka. Mine is too gaudy, the one I made for the I think for it's the so special. cool. It's an, Ari gave me a, uh, it's a two-way yarmulke. You can flip it inside out. And one, one side is your bar mitzvah picture. Yeah, and it says, uh, that's the top usually, but it says, I was at 
I was at Ari Shafir's bar mitzvah with a picture of me from my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Which, by the way, handsome young boy. Thanks. Yeah. Like the hair went way further it's down. To your back eyeballs. In those days. Yeah. yeah. And then what was the inside? What was the other side? The poster for Ari Shafir Jew. Oh, right. The poster for the special. Yeah. I, I never went to a bar mitzvah and I was really mad because I had a couple what? of Jewish friends when I was a kid. Where'd you grow up? In Chicago. They have plenty of Jews there. I know. One of my first friends, uh, uh, Philip, uh, uh, shout out Philip. I can't remember Hoffman? his last name. Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was my Jewish, good friend yeah. when I was a kid. No, but I, I, he was Jewish and I didn't get invited to his bar mitzvah. And I was kind of, I thought it was, I thought I was- You didn't offended. get invited? I thought it was because I wasn't a Jew. And I was like, I guess I'm not allowed to go. I think that's what it was. Mm. Could that be though? It could be. Did you invite a lot of non-Jews? Do you know what I mean? It was probably- We didn't know any non-Jews. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Well, you're different, but I mean, yeah. for regular city Jews. Then you can invite non-Jews. Yeah, but I'm sure- In fact, sure. a lot of people did go to bar mitzvahs. And that's when, in different strokes, he was like, I want to be a Jew. I went to the bar mitzvah. And he goes, it seems so fun. I want to be a Jew now. Right. And Mr. Drummond had to deal with that for a while. He was, he was really toiling over that one. Yeah. Huh? I'll be in Chicago this weekend. Where are you going to be? The Vic Theater. Love. With Ryan O'Neill. Wait, what, what day? Saturday? Saturday. All right. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Go see the kid at the Vic Theater, Chicago, Illinois. Love. Yeah. Oh, and tonight I'll be in uh, Minneapolis at the Pantages. But tomorrow night, the Vic. I love that place. The Vic is great, man. That's where I filmed my first special. I love Chicago. You filmed your first special there? Yeah. And for the first time in my career, hopefully not my last, I played the Chicago Theater this year. Wow. That's cool. Nuts. Nuts. That's cool. Rogan and I, Rogan played there. And I remember when I was opening for him just at the Chicago Theater. What day are you playing there? What, no, no, no. I did play it. I oh, played you did? It. I played it in February. Yeah, I already did it. I called him and thanked him. Do you know Rogan? what's so funny? I called him and thanked him because I was there with him four years ago. Mm -hmm. And the, after we did the show, we were looking at the room and the, one of the stagehand guys was like, I was, he was like, pretty beautiful, huh? And I was like, it's fucking amazing. And it was empty. And he goes, you'll play it. And I was like, fuck nah, off. Nah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. We're like, oh, uh, that's not my path. Yeah, you're like, Pre fuck I appreciate off. it, but. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, because you're almost. It's not the way it works, but. You feel like it's, he's being polite, but also condescending, where he's like, yeah, maybe you'll get there, you know? <laughs> but, but truthfully, then I called him to say, you know, hey, man, I did this thing. I like, I appreciate because you were gym. a part of the thing. Yeah. You were a part of this thing. Yeah. And, and Joe was like, you know, just all love. But it was also the exact same day that the N-word video dropped. He was like, not right now. Yeah, it's like really bad timing. <laughs> what a mixtape. Yeah, I was like, I just want to give you some emotional love. That's great. Yeah, we we went and did a UFC weigh in there because they were going to play at the United Center. Yeah, that, yeah. And when are they going to name it the Jordan Arena? Like, legitimately. No, I know. Well, there's too much money. It should airline. be the Jordan Arena. Well, he needs to make his own airlines, then he can buy it out. Jordan like, Air. Why wouldn't you make Jordan Air? I think it's taken. Air Jordan? Yeah. Jordan Air to Jordan. Jordan it to should. He'd have to buy it from Jordan. He can, from he's got enough money. Jordan's got a lot of money. Jordanians. Yeah. Is it Jordanians? Is that what it is? I think it's just, I think it's just. No, what would you people call people from Jordan? What did Jews call them? Oh, <laughs> I can't really. <laughs> not, I can't really right now. I can't say. I, I, just, I just can't yeah. say. Um, you have a special coming out called Jew. I think it'd be appropriate. That should be the promo is you being super hip. <laughs> so much hatred. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we were there for the weigh-ins were there because they had like, I think a Bulls game or something like that. The, yeah. The United the United Center. Center. So we were, we were looking around we're like, how cool would it be to do a show here? Yeah. And we were just like, same thing, beautiful theater. We're like, damn, it would be cool. And, but he couldn't even play it then. Yeah. Can now. Can now. He was Does playing the now. Schomburg fucking. Schomburg Improv? Yeah. The, you know, the Chicago Improv that's an hour and 45 minutes out of Chicago. Well, then, that's why I keep, every time I talk to them about it, I'm always like, please call this the Schomburg Improv. Stop saying to people it's the Chicago yeah. Improv. So what I did last time, which is fun. Yeah. It's so far. It's way too far. I did last time is, so we sold out the Vic, but like three days before, too late to add a second show. And so we're like, let's add a show at Zany's. So we did a fucking 1200. Old Town, downtown? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. 
but it's like 80 seats, 100 seats, something yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe 120. So, so yeah, I think it's 120. I think you're right. Um, so we did like 1,200 and then walked over there and did 120 seats. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. The difference. Which, which one do you like more? I don't, I mean, generally I would like Zany's better. Yeah. But it was a cool like one, two. The juxtaposition is that, well, because look, I like when you play a, a show. when you play something so big, you your act feels different when you do it. Mm -hmm. Even though if it's the same jokes, you're like, this is going to feel so, like last night I kept saying this, dude, I was really sucking the tit of you guys of like, it was just such a nice venue. It was beautiful. The size was perfect. The sound was great. It was intimate. It, it felt like you were on top, but it was still a good amount of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a theater, but like tight. The theater went, the like balcony that. went over the yep. over the audience. So it was like- But that's what old theaters used to look like. Now, a lot of the newer theaters that I go to, they're so fucking spread out and far away that the back balcony is gone. forever away. Yeah. I watched Louis at Madison Square Garden a long time ago, and it was really was, like, and I was sitting at like where the foul line is. Yeah. Know? But it was still like you could see everybody just looking at the monitors. Yeah. So it's like, what are, what are we even doing here? I mean, I guess you're getting the last. Or, no, or, I mean, it's, I think it's also a, pre, a moment in time, like like Gabriel Glacis, you know, the Fluff Dog, who I who I don't know. I'm calling him like I know him, Fluff Dog. He played Dodger Stadium. That's cool. It's cool, but it's I also do know like, him, and he is L.A. born and bred. Well, yeah. So that's like a dream. But 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 to me, he stabbed people there when he was younger. You know, <laughs> like that's his spot. You know, to bleed out Giant fans and knock him out, knock him out. The knockout. Yeah, they game. knocked him yeah. out. Yeah, they knocked him out. And that guy did. Did he live? That guy, Gabriel. The, no, the, the yeah, no, he's alive. The, <laughs> the Giants fan that they beat up. That changed the rule. They beat up that Giants fan, and then from then on, you can't you can't tailgate at Dodger Stadium. You can't even have a beer near your car. There, you have to immediately get inside. You knock out one guy. Meanwhile, at the Rangers game, that guy almost killed a guy, and they they probably like, gave him banned for tickets. life. You're like, yeah. well, you can go to Islanders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just no, no longer the range. You can go to away game. It'll be fine. You know, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. They did. That is funny to watch these videos now of like, there's so many cameras everywhere. So it sucks. It's good, but it sucks. You You're, can't commit crimes. Can't commit any crimes. It's over now. You can't commit zero crimes in this city specifically. You guys have cameras in the streets. Yeah, LA doesn't have street cameras. You guys have them on every corner. There's a fucking there's, NYPD there's, camera. It's tough to commit a crime. So what have you, how have you gotten around that by committing your your theft, your uh, klepto crime? In, inside places. Got to be inside to the, steal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Any tricks of the trade for kids out there looking to steal and they want some tips? Yeah. Be confident. Put yourself in the place of someone who is doing it by accident. Uh -huh. That's your place. And then also like. Um, what are we talking clothes wise? What do you have to wear to be less? Don't suspicious? go baggy. Don't go baggy. You want to go baggy? I can hide a fucking whole trout like in a uh, what's that? What's that movie <laughs> with the? Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> uh, trading places. Yeah, a whole trout in yeah. your pant leg. <laughs> the Santa suit. Don't wear a Santa suit. No, in July. just look at uh, skinny clothes. Mm -hmm. but you tore. You tuck it in the back of the pants. I yeah. tuck it in your belt line. Here's one at the airport. You grab one of those neck pillows. Because you, you have probably seven at home. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you ah, yeah. shit. Keep buying them. Yeah. And then you're like, because you're at the airport, like, I'm tired. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I should have brought my neck pillow. So you grab it. If, let's say you have a roller bag. Let's say you're one of those garbage people with a roller bag. I used to be one. I understand. <laughs> and uh, you put it on the roller bag. And you shop around looking for other stuff. You just keep looking for other stuff. Maybe you get some nuts. I'm like, how much are these? Like, $9. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Um, no, okay. And you just kind of take off. That's it. They've already clocked you as someone who's just interested in the fucking. Nine dollar nuts, yeah. yeah, and then go. Oh, he's not interested. Take off. And that doesn't look so because that thing. is. But also, be careful. Some of them are like on the lookout. Some of them have lost a lot to theft recently, and they're like looking at you. It's over. It's, it's over. over. You can't steal anymore. Yeah, like when they put in fucking security cameras at the comedy store, and the few of us, you know, the Renazises of the world, like jig is up. 
It's over now. It's over. And no. others were like, I'm going to keep going. And they got fired. But you're going to find a way to, this is the best part about this. It's yeah. like prison. You find a way to be better at crime. Give and take. Yes. Jiu-jitsu. Oh, I came with defense. Now I'll come with now offense. And another, on yeah, top of you. Yeah. Right. There's got to be guys out there working right now to find out how to steal minor theft. I think minor theft is great. Minor theft is the way to go. Big theft is annoying. You steal someone's car. It's like, that's an inconvenience on so many levels. But let's steal small stuff all the time. Stores don't know. You know what I was thinking about recently? Who shoplifted from like the the um the um, gift shop um at the World Trade Center Ooh. on September 10th? Ooh. Got arrested, sitting in prison, and, and wanted to be like, officer. I mean, it it'd be all be gone by now anyway. <laughs> can can you just let me out? It was done either way. What was what do you want me to do? I saved it, in fact. Can you imagine though if somebody stole something from that gift shop on September 10th? And then when that happened, they assumed that's all a ripple effect because of them. Like, because I stole, that's what really happened. <laughs> somebody like, blamed it on them. It's, it's me. That's all my fault. <laughs> I love when people blame it on somebody that's just not to It has blame. nothing to do with it. Yeah. But that's our logic. Uh, I, I, I've i connected weird dots before. Where I'm like, is that because of me? It's like. Oh, you mean this weird, like. Yeah, because like for some reason, the universe, you did a thing that uh -huh. like, you know, the, the karmatic revolution. You believe in that karmatic retribution and all that? Like, do you believe in karma at all? That's not what karma is. If you read up on karma at all, that's not what it is. Right, not like, inform, you'll get yours. That's revenge karma. <laughs> karma yep. is just like you, you'll have a better mindset if you do nice things. But but is that not the other side of it? That if you do something poor, then something bad then will happen you'll to you? have a better bad mindset. But it's not like they'll get theirs. That's karma. That's just justice karma. That's not real. That's, that's, that's Catholic that's, karma. Yeah, that's, that's our version believe. of it that we right. want people to get theirs. Right, like you're going to get it. not karma. That's putting yourself in a bad place. I need it. It's like when somebody zooms by you on the highway and then the best is like when you see them pulled over 10 minutes later. And that's like, Ah, but ah. that's karma. It's not karma. That's just like you're happy that somebody got, that they were speeding. You want to speed. Right. You would have if there was no speed traps. And then they got theirs. And then what do you do? Well, it's taken, speed up. I did. <laughs> a woman was talking so loud on the plane. We took a little puddle jumper from here to Buffalo, right? Private jet, doing well. No, not true. No, no, no. Absolutely not. It was a, it was a Delta, but it was There's a, two types of comics in this world right no, now. No. The type that wants to say they're on private jets and the type that deeply hides, like they should, the fact that they're on private jets. No, but this was not a private jet. It's a Delta flight and it's a, but I mean puddle jumper, meaning one row is one seat and the others are two seats. Yeah. So me and O'Connor are in the two seat. Well, this woman in the one seater on the, behind us, the left. Yeah. When I say yelling on the phone, I'm not hyperbolizing, dude. And, and so to the point where the couple in front of us, a couple behind us are going like this. And we're all laughing because yeah. it's, it's absurd. And that's as much as you can do too. It's like. <sighs> so, and we're also, we're also uh, annoyed at the fact that like you hearing the, the conversation is also lame. Do you know what I mean? She's not yelling at something. She's yelling at Airstream, the company Airstream, because the air conditioning went out in their new Airstream. And she's like, and I don't think, and I don't think, <laughs> I don't think from 33 hours of travel, my husband's going to be too happy about this. And so of course, me and Connie are laughing. I take out my phone and I have my front facing video and I get us laughing and then I show her and she immediately is like, S are you taking a video of me? Are you taking a video? Dude is losing it. Karen's hate of Oh, she's video. losing it. So then I crack up, I put it down and then she goes, I have to call you, I have to call you back. I have to call you back right now. Some, nope, this is the word she used. Some fucktard just took a video of me. <laughs> which was awesome. So we're, everyone's cracking up uh, and then she, a second goes by for her to try to figure out what she, and I can hear her text She's obviously texting her husband now because she's upset, like this little fucking ass. Da, da, da. And it goes quiet. And then I feel her arm come towards me and she goes, sir. And before she can finish, I go, it's not on there. Relax. And everybody starts laughing. And okay. she goes dead silent. Because she's like, what? All these people are in on it? Yes, bitch. Like We're all in on it. This plane is this plane is 50 feet long. Everyone can hear you. 
And sure enough, the guy behind us, he looks at me through the thing. And he's like, oh, it's got her off the phone. I was like, it did get her off the fucking phone. If wow. nothing more. And then I did try to save the video, but I closed Instagram too fast. So it went away. So I don't even have the video. And O'Connor was like, how do you not fucking have? I was like, I, I, I'm glad I got rid of it. You but can't I post people anymore. No, you can't. Well, Those also in over. our position, like because you're known, you're a you're the bad guy somehow. Because contextually, they'll be like, "Why did you video that person?" And you're like, "Because she was being a fucking asshole." Yeah. But then I'm an asshole because I videotape. She goes, she goes, this this man is was rudely, uh, uh, something whatever. How disrespectful and rude to videotape me. It's like, but, but it's like, look at yourself. You, yeah, but they have no self awareness. Is it three fingers pointing back at you? That's right. Yeah, one at one, one, yeah. two, at, one at you, three at me. Uh -huh. She has no idea. No idea. The level of self awareness, I think, is is way downhill. Way down downhill. It, 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 in this day and age, though, if you film anybody and post it, any even if you have a small account, you are putting possibly ruining their lives up. Yeah. Somebody, it might catch a meme or something yeah. like that. Me and uh, me and uh, uh, Devito, I think Devito, we we landed in Danny. Dan DeVito. Yeah. Yeah. We landed in um, Kansas City. We were walking through the airport and there's some lady holding a sign for some, she's like 60 year old white woman holding a sign for a friend, you know, to come, come out. Yeah. And the sign, it just said, Karen. <laughs> she just holding a sign to Karen. We both looked at each other. We're like, and then we're like, this is just for us. Yeah. <laughs> we, can't, we can't. Obviously it's going to be the best, but we can't because it's as funny as it is, somebody will locate her. Yeah. It'll get going. Somebody will be like, let's see what else she did. It, it'll just, it's just not yeah, fair anymore. Yeah, I know. It's not. Those days are over. Do you think there's any black Karens? Yeah, probably. But is there any famous black Karens that we know? Yeah. Who? Uh, what's her name? Cuntface McSmith. Cuntface McSmith? Or, yeah, Baldy McSmith. Who's Baldy McSmith? Um, Who is that? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Who's Baldy McSmith? Who's? Huh? Jada Pinkett Smith. No, I mean the first name is actually Karen. A famous uh, black woman actually named Karen. Oh, oh. Jada oh. Pickett Smith. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, she's, no. she's the most recognizable <laughs> Baldy black Baldy McSmith. <laughs> no, who's a, is there a famous black woman named Karen? Karen? There has to be. Or is it just for us? Karen O? No, she's white. No, it's got, I think this is just for us. No, there has to be a white is a there black a, Karen. There ha, you're going to find a bunch. I assume you're looking it up and not playing yeah. Minesweeper? No, she is playing okay. Tetris. She's playing Tetris. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey. Hey, everyone's heard of Peloton. You know what it is, all right? You might, you, you might not feel motivated to get moving. The summer's here, and you're looking a little flabby, like Papa Red is, and that's okay. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you something. Peloton, Peloton's changing the game. They got a team of world-class instructors ready to motivate you 24-7. You can do this any time of day. If you're someone that's up at 3.30 in the morning because you can't sleep because your mind is spinning, you can start spinning on Peloton. Their instructors are highly trained fitness pros who motivate you through every single workout, whether you're a regular at the gym or someone who's new to getting back into working out. Uh, whatever your fitness level, Peloton instructors, they don't just teach, they motivate. They're hype beasts for your exercise bones, man. Um, it's super fun, actually. I've done Peloton many, many a time. Should I do it more? Yeah, but don't judge me. I don't need you judge me. Peloton fits seamlessly into your life. Maybe you're looking for a 10-minute body stretch between calls or 40-minute run before bed. They work with your schedule wherever you have five minutes or an hour because Peloton is not just that ridey-bikey thing anymore. They got all sorts of great stuff now um, for Peloton. They're pumping out the perfect time to try out Peloton. The Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less. That's amazing. It's best price yet. They're giving it away. It's including free delivery and setup. Come on, man. You don't got to do anything. 
And there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton bike and the Peloton Tread. All right? All you have to do is go to OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's OnePeloton.com to learn more. Get in shape. Feel better. Do your thing. That should be their ad. Peloton. Ginger. I like gingers. He's killing it. But because, because, and this is a question that you won't be able to answer. What? Is there, what is the black woman version of Karen? Ooh, what is the black woman version of Karen? What, like the- Who? Candace Owens. That's not Karen. No, Karen. Candace Owens? The, the oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that's we funny. We were on the same page. You guys were on the same page. I mean, a yeah. famous black woman named Karen. I'm I saying. don't think Candace Owens is a black Karen. I think she's just got views go, that go against what people think. But a black Karen is like, it should be my one. Just like Karening. She's just Karening. But, that, no, but yeah, maybe Candace famous, Owens is the closest. Famous women named Karen. Famous, famous black, women. black women named Karen. But maybe Candace Owens is the closest to what a Karen would be. Because even all white Karens aren't truly what they're perceived to be at all times. You've just caught someone in a terrible moment sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you really Also, once the phone someone. is on you, then you start like, oh, fuck this. And then you start getting real bad. Like the short guy. Remember the short guy at the bagel shop out here that they yelled at? That's like, you want to go, tough guy? Remember the little short oh, guy? yeah. And it was like, he saw the cameras. He had to turn up. He had to turn up. Karen Bass. Karen Bass. U.S. House of Representatives from California. Wow. Oh, and that's her- right. I have, I've heard of this woman. Is she a, She's a Republican, right? Yeah? Oh, damn. She's a dem. I'm kidding. She's a black Californian. In office, so I, I assume Democrat. <laughs> you never know, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not these days. She's, she's wearing she's a lot wearing of red. red. That's why. That's literally why I thought it. She wear her. She's wearing a red power suit. I, I saw a hat in Nashville. It said, uh, "It said in red." It said with that same font, "Make America Great." It said, uh, uh, "Black Lives Matter," and then it said, "Major Look." <laughs> <laughs> that's genius. Yeah. That that is genius, dude. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, Major Look. I do think what's so funny about that is, you know, people had, I don't know, well, New York, I don't know if you see this, but because I live in like the suburbs of LA, people had those signs that were like Black Lives Matter or um, all people welcome here, yeah. you know, and they're- Better than home. actually being friends with the black guys have a sign in New York. Yeah, of course. well, they yeah. don't have black friends. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like <laughs> yeah. when people that posted black squares, you're like, you don't like black people. Yeah, I just bought a sign made in Bangladesh. Yeah. <laughs> really help equality. <laughs> These signs in the front yards, I watched a guy, I go, this is that, a universally funny particular moment of the time when they remove the sign from their yard. Like what? Oh yeah. When do you say, eh, no longer Enough matters. is enough. It's, I mean, a candidate that lost, you're like, all right, I got to peel off a Sure, but when, did you, when do you take down the Black Lives Matter sign? It's stuck. You're stuck. Right. You have to mow your lawn. And if someone catches you doing it, you have to be like, I just- 3 a.m. I'm moving over here to a more recognizable place. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a Black Lives Matter flag and you're just, and someone's like, what are you doing? You're like, it's a good sketch. I just want to clean it. What are you doing? I just want to clean it. I'm just, uh, yeah. I, it's, I wipe it down. It's so dirty. <laughs> you know what I wanted to do? I drove up. I was in quarantine mm-hmm. in Maryland. Yeah. Um, the first like, you know, two months when it was like, fuck, what's going to happen? And my parents like, come live with us, bring your dog. I'm like, sweet. We, t- we, we, we were FaceTime when you were oh, at, yeah. your, at your mom's. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. it was nice in terms of getting locked into an apartment or having a backyard, walk around at Greenbelt and live stuff. Live free. It was like, oh, I see why Nate likes this. Yeah. But, um, that's right. We were FaceTiming back then. What a yeah. fun time. Oh, I did miss it. You got to connect a little bit more. A lot You're of like, phone hey, calls with friends. What are you friends. doing? I yeah. haven't talked to you on the phone that long. No. It's been so long. Damn. So you went to Maryland. Yeah. And um, oh, anyway, so on the drive back up, took all our stuff, went back up, yeah. rented a van, crashed into somebody, had to pay for something, but like whatever. 
uh, passed through rural Maryland. Crashed into somebody? Yeah, I was backing up at a crab shack and I just hit somebody's car, just smashed and hit their bumper off. And they come running out, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like redneck Maryland. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, I don't know. And the wife comes out, like, piece of shit. I'm like, sorry, I don't really normally drive this kind of van. Well, why the fuck are you driving it then? <laughs> and then the husband's just like, you know, I live with this all the time. Just, you know, I'm like, I'll pay for it. It's fine. I have insurance. Whole life with this woman. Yeah. But um, we pass all these Trump signs, like a lot. And you're like, oh, it's different from my neighborhood. My parents in Maryland. Like, yeah, but it, Western Maryland is like I know nothing about it. I yeah, guess. it's like up, upstate New York is Trump country, and New York City is not. Right. Anyway, so I saw these giant banners, Trump 2020, and I thought how fun it would be when they're having the Black Lives Matter protests at Union Square to get one of those giant Trump 2020 banners and put it on the stand, which is half a block away from Union Square, <laughs> and just be like, enjoy your fucking <laughs> former business. <laughs> the, the Black Lives Matter, uh, the, this is the this is the saddest version of Black Lives Matter's dissemination publicly of like how it's just kind of trickled away a little bit. You know, it's such a big thing. Yeah. I saw a flight attendant that had a Black Lives Matter pin. Yeah. And my first instinct is like, that's what we're reduced to is a pin that's now. A tiny- but it's a pin that's also next to um, she had a accoutrement of pins. <laughs> Don't talk to me until I have my coffee. I swear to God, it was, it was like, if mama ain't happy, no one's happy. It was like all these like target catchphrases. And then I was like, is Black Lives Matter going to become like a doormat catchphrase? Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Is it going to become a corporate catchphrase here's, now? Here's the interesting thing. There's tons of articles about it. You can look up. It's, it's how anytime there's a movement now, capitalism immediately tries to get their hands on it. Yeah. And then it just pulls it away from the actual cause and into a moneymaker. Yeah. And so then it becomes like a vibe and a gesture you can make. So once Black Lives Matter t-shirts that really are made overseas in sweatshops yeah. became like a thing to show that you're, you're of this thing, it becomes no different than a 22-year-old wearing a Rolling Stones 1977 tour. Right. Shirt, you know? Like a CB, same thing, like, CBGB shirt or something yeah, like that. Yeah, this seems cool. Black Lives Matter seems cool, right? But it, it it's, it's no longer the actual movement anymore. Well, it's kind of like when, like uh, if you go to if you go to Asia, you know, and they'll work, they'll wear cultural American stuff like we wear cultural stuff like that. Like you'll go over there and see Black Lives Matter shirts, but they won't have any connective tissue to that. Did I tell you in the last one my favorite shirt I ever saw? Uh. Uh-uh. I think it, maybe I did, but I don't know. I was in Angkor Wat, Cambodia. Uh huh. Should have taken a picture. It's my only regret, really, one of my biggest regrets in life. <laughs> and this guy wore a teal New England Patriots shirt. <laughs> 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 and Shut I up. saw him, yeah, a Chinese guy at Angkor Wat in Cambodia. And I turned, the light was hitting it from the front into the temple. Mm-hmm. And, and they all love taking pictures of white people with white people. Even if it's like, get this home to America. You know, they right. love it. So he would have taken it. An off color with, with the Patriots. Helmet. It was the logo. Yeah, it was the logo. New England, Patriots. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I should get that picture. I should get that picture. And I didn't. And I'll never. You should have bought that, that shirt. For, I would have paid him. I'd be like, dude, I'll, have, I'll buy that shirt right off your body. I'll switch shirts with you for the New England Patriots shirt. New England Patriots. Yeah. As they're known. Yeah. I saw a Chinese lady in, I think in China, getting off the plane in, in Shanghai. And she said, it just said New York Knicks world champions. And I'm like, Where, when? When was this? When was this? <laughs> what, what, where's the shirt from? What are you talking about? I like these I like these prints because they just have the they can steal these things from online, make the shirt, and they know that this phrasing, this wording is American. Uh-huh. World champs, uh, you know It seems like that. National yeah. dominance, right? Like a right. division <laughs> five. They're allowed to they can just they put numbers and letters on stuff. It looks like it matches yeah. up. If you have a cursory understanding of that language or culture, you're like that that's not something they well, say. Well, think if somebody gave me a soccer shirt, a football shirt, and it said a kind of league ship thing, uh-huh. I would have I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I saw a, a prank video where they call another soccer club a football club. 
and they go, oh, we're looking for tickets for the Champions game or something. Uh-huh. And the woman's like, they're no longer in the Champions League. And they're like, we know. And they all start laughing. <laughs> but I, d- I was like, uh, why is this funny? funny? Yeah. I would never understand what that means. So that's the same to them. If you were like, yeah, dude, those guys, those, uh, the fucking LeBron James is a World Series champ. And they're like, right? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, must I be. So. I think so. Yeah. It kind of all adds up. It's like white men can't jump. Like who has the most rebounds in history? Like Babe Ruth. Like, yeah. She's not, she's not great at baseball. She's not good at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're remaking it. You know that, right? White man can't jump? I tried to be in it. Really? Mm-hmm. I tried Schultz to. is in it. Is he really? Schultz is doing a bit on it. Yeah, I know. I wanted to be in it. We who's I, doing it? Woody Harrelson and 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 Blade? No, it's uh, no, dude, not even remotely close. It's like it's Jack Harlow. Do you know who that is? The musician. Heard of him? He's playing the Woody role. I don't. I don't know who's playing. Are they um, gonna have the other guys in it? They have to cameo. I imagine they're doing cameos. Yeah. But the but Wesley Snipes character, I don't remember who they picked. But Jack Harlow is like a famous. You know who Jack Harlow is, don't you? Of course she does. Who he's what? he's from Kentucky. Are you Louisville. from Kentucky? I just played Kentucky. I just went to Louisville for not knowing. It was like I needed some weekends to play to run this. Like, yeah. place I haven't played it yet, too. It's been like, yeah, I played a lot of places. I'm like, oh, there's an opening uh, May 3rd through 5th in Louisville. And they're like, sweet, yeah, take it. And then they're like, they call me, those guys who run the club. And they're like, hey, you know, it's an opening because it was Derby week. We were going to be dark. Oh, get a hotel right now. And I'm like, oh, they're all done. Yeah. They're all gone. It was Wait, what fun, was though. the club in Louisville? It's new, Louisville Comedy Club. By the guys who own Spokane and Tacoma and like uh, Bricktown and what's the other one that's out there that I can't think of now? Louisville. Oh, the Caravan. It's done. That's dead. It's it's owned by new owners and it's like they just went like let's just hire. They're like place. we're just gonna do jazz and we're not gonna do pretty comedy much. Anymore. I think that's what I've heard. The local comics there was like oh. Would you ever go to one of these derby things? I yeah I should have gone early. They said the derby started at six thirty p.m. So it's like I can't make it. But the shit starts at. I want to go back. Wait wait the horse race is at six p.m. The final one. Starts at noon though. There's race, right. race, race. I figured race. it was all day. Yeah, we went in. Me and uh, uh, Caitlin Palufa went in, and people were already leaving drunk. It's all just young people dressed up to the nines. Yeah, and this crazy shit, just drinking in the Blacked sun. Blacked out. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I I just think I when I was a kid I used to because my grandfather worked at the horse track and the dog track. Yeah, and I just hated the I hated horse tracks because I hated the kind of this is different, but the kind of people that hung around those horse tracks. It was really sad. Like I watched a man like lose his whole life. Six mean? seconds, just oh, you know, bad. Gambling. Yeah, you watch guys who are like, you 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 know that they've lost it again. They lost their mortgage. Yeah, like again, you just watch them be like, that's June. Yeah, like they pissed away their whole month once it's again. Bad. It's sad. Horse racing for some reason is the saddest kind so of gambling. Fast. It's over. It's like I bet you miss makes this next shot. I bet you misses. Fuck. Fuck. Then yeah. you're done. It's yeah. just <laughs> done. It's all your money. Yeah. Do you you don't gamble? Do you? I will sometimes. I won't do gambling ads on my podcast. No, oh, why? Just because it really, it puts people in a bad place. Yeah, because it hurts Like, people. all the other ones, like, if you're not in the fucking market for a fucking grill cover, then who cares? You'll ignore the man grill ad. <laughs> Are they still around, man grill? Yeah, man grill. <laughs> but, like, but like, you know, if you're looking for underwear, fine. If not, don't, don't worry sure. about it. But the gambling thing is, like, you're incentivizing people to get into that horrible space, and I don't want to do that to my listeners. Yeah, that's funny, because I love it. Right now, get 20% off. I go right into an ad about it. <laughs> No, but I do think the gambling ads, what's funny is when you read them, you after you read them, you have to read legally, have to read a, do you need help? Call 1-800. Yeah, just like you do at casinos. It's just like, it's like, who are they making the money off? So if you, if you do a, an ad for Coca-Cola, you know, McDonald's, I would never go to McDonald's. I wouldn't do a McDonald's ad. Like, you never go to McDonald's? No, I wouldn't now. Oh, right. You know, on a, if it's, I'm really hungry and there's nothing, you know, but, Come on, but, dude, but I would tell people like, much. don't wait. Dude, I was in Thailand and everyone's like, let's go to McDonald's. I'm like, guys, no, <laughs> no, this is not, you'll all be home soon. No, <laughs> like, but it's French fries. Like, it's not allowed. 
But um, but just French fries though. French fries are not bad. Yeah. Plus, in other countries there, but they have sticky rice at the Burger Kings in uh, in Chiang Mai. Brown sticky rice, yeah. Um, but anyway, if it's like Coca Cola, the ad is, hey, give Coca Cola a dollar, you get a Coca Cola. Right. The the gambling is like you give the money, and you, even yeah. if you break even, you're just losing money. You're give getting the money, guess, you might get a divorce. Yeah, you might you're getting not. some rush, I guess, but. You have no, you don't ever get off. What's your, what's your risky thing that you get off on then? Is there a thing you do that you're like, this is like my, yeah, I, my I should, bad habit? Uh, maybe uh, we'll talk about it afterwards if you cut this out or not, but I, I, I hurt homeless people. Yeah. Yeah. How bad? Sometimes too bad. Sometimes I feel it, but that's kind of what I'm looking and, for. But, it, but how, like how malicious is the hurt? Is it like you, you just go up to him and you kick him? Usually starts with kicking, but then if they don't, this thing, if like they don't react enough, yeah, then I'll I'll go harder because I'm like, I need that reaction. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, a couple of times it's been like, I just don't know. They weren't, I don't know. They weren't like moving. Mm. But like that's the you know, that's I guess that's why I do it for that like could go to that level. Yeah, yeah. We're going to leave it in. You think so? Yeah, you just got to leave that in. You just got to let people know what you're... <laughs> I guess, you know, that's what we do. We, we By the way, I heard homeless people may be the alternative <laughs> name to your special. I heard homeless people. <laughs> I heard homeless people. I heard, I heard, I See, you heard them. I hurt their feelings. All oh, right. Um, I just go to them. I go, nice pants, loser. <laughs> what was the question? I got so lost in that. I was saying, like, what's your bad... Like what's your, if gambling is a habit, smoking is people's bad habit. What's your bad habit that you're like, man, I wish I didn't do this, but it's, it's not that big of a fucking deal. Oh, drugs. Like Simone asked me like, are you worried about the long-term effects of the drugs you do? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shake for sure. I'm going to shake. You? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm having fun. Like today is a big drug day for you. You told me. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I, so I didn't drink. I drank one time in the last six weeks trying to get my skin looking healthy. Last night we we had a drink. Last night we drank. I yeah. bought some. I was going to bring it in, but I was like, it's too early for you to drink when you have multiple. Well, I, we usually drink on the show, but I was like, it is early in the yeah. day. But uh, my favorite scotch is stuff called Kaulaile. Um, sure. And um, real peaty. And then um, they have the 12-year. That's a normal one you can buy. And just for a treat, I bought myself a 25-year from Scotland, 25-year. Mm -hmm. And I bought it like three years ago for the special. And then like, well, now I got to save it for a while. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, no, yeah. Through COVID, you didn't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. You didn't tap it open during COVID. Uh -uh. But that's also because your parents had a lot of good liquor. I remember going through, <laughs> oh, yeah, when yeah. you were showing me the liquor cabinet, there was so much good stuff in there. And my dad stopped drinking. So he just has it for like kiddishes for like the other people. Was it like because he's sober now? Or, or? He's just like, eh, I'm not enjoying it anymore. Wow. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Is he old, old, too old to? He's got older and he's like, I like being up and doing stuff. And he's just like. Did he always, did he drink a lot at some point? No. I think once or twice it got out of hand. He's like, oh, let me let me cool it. But not like that out of hand. Just like, right. just like I have three beers and it's like, yeah, what am I doing? And your mom doesn't drink? She'll have some wine occasionally. Wine at sunset. It's really great. Wine at sunset is very yeah, sweet. Yeah, some rosé. Right. Watching in a fucking fenced in, like in a screened in yard. You watch the sunset through the trees and you're like, damn, it's fucking nice to have a goddamn house. Yeah. I never, I took it for granted when I lived there. Yeah, man. Cause, well, because now you live in the jungle. Yeah. And yeah. this is chaos. Yeah. This like, is chaos. It, this is what you want, though. You want, you want, the, as much as peep, as much, the thing I love about New York is as much as it is a fucking an anxiety fueled nightmare, it is so alive. Mm -hmm. It's just so fucking, it's, it's just alive. When you're depressed, 
And then you're just like, uh, and then you're like, I don't know. You know, you feel depressed sometimes. Not full depression, but just like down, feel yeah. blue. Yeah. And then you like, you get out and like make a walk to like, you know, I got a spot at the stand. You start walking and you're just like passing people. And it's just like, you're just up and you're alive. You just soak in this fucking energy. Yeah. It's just, you can't not be. No, I know. But now I've changed the way I walk around New York. I no longer have, will wear headphones. Why? I just feel like all, everything I see in the fucking news is like a guy blindsided. You know, I feel like a lot of guys are blindsiding people on the streets now. I kind of want to see it coming a little bit more. Yeah, so... so It's happening a little bit more now, dude. Blindsided New York has what? gotten a little bit... Like, blindsided smoking someone in the face, just hitting, knocking someone out, robbing somebody. I, You look at the newspaper now. I feel like That's New York's getting bad again. No, it's the news. You don't think it's happening? So, me and DeVito went to Kansas City. Yep. First Uber driver. Kansas City, Missouri, right? Yeah. First Uber driver. Nice, nice, well-kept, well well-kempt. Well, I don't know. Well-kempt? Well-kept? Kempt. What is Kempt than kept? I think it's Kempt. Yeah, well Kempt. I like how you answered confidently, and then as soon as you said it, you're like, it's well kept. Yeah, she 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 went right back on it. Uh, it's well uh, what is Kempt? What is Kempt? What is Kempt? I but think it's Kempt. It's well Kempt. Yeah. What is it? Weigh in? Kempt and Kept. Well, Kempt is a person maintaining and eat. Yeah, Kempt. You're well Kempt. Clean condition. Can you make that smaller at the font so we can like see it even smaller? So it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> I'm joking. Well Kempt. Well yeah, Kempt. Well but uh, you know, and then he was like, uh, what's there to do in Kansas City? He's like, well, barbecue. He's like, where are you going? He's like, I think Q39 or M39. He's like, that's a good one. It's a good bougie one. I love that. Um, we're driving in from where we were. And, uh, and he goes, oh, this is my church right there. We're past my church. I'm like, oh, nice. He goes, yeah. So uh, if you're looking to do stuff like that, um, that's that's good. This barbecue place. If you guys are comfortable with your with your masculinity, the, the gay bars are actually really nice uh, around here. And we're like, ah, oh, weird. That's not the version of Missouri that they give us in the news here in New York. That's true. Yeah. Right. right. Um, and then, but you're in a major city. Right. You go outside of a major city. It is going to be the version that you knew in the sort news. Sort of. Yeah. But it is Bible beaters. Right. But they're just like, yeah, we're all we're not these like anti-gay, what a homophobes, whatever. No. But like. And so then we had another cab driver, Uber driver, and he was like, how's New York now? And we're like, what do you mean? And he was like, COVID. I'm like, it's fully open, if that's what you mean. He goes, yeah. oh, really? I've not heard that. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then we started talking. We're like, hey, just so you know, we all think you're fucking gay hating uh, uh, inbreds and, and fucking rednecks. And you think that it's just a fucking massive crime wave that's hitting everywhere with these businesses shut down everywhere. Mm -hmm. And he goes, it's your news lying to you and our news lying to us. That's true. It's just not. That New York is said, fine. No one's getting blindsided at a higher rate than they were before. There's like 10 more pushes in front of a subway than ever before. That scares me the fucking crazy. They're just covering it more. But pushing in front of a train does scare the shit out of me. That is. But it's always been a thing. When I moved here, I was like. Well, like, I, lean, I always lean against the pole. Lean against the I back. I always lean against yeah. the pole when I'm waiting for the train. I just never want to be on my phone near the train and someone have a snap synapses that's like yeah fuck that guy and yeah, throw me yeah. right in front of him. it keeps you up here i was walking home and texting on my phone once or whatever and a rat hit my foot and then it was like fuck you can't sleep for like a day or two after that and then it's like you just don't text what that that's the kind of shit that it always happens right you did gotta you, be did awake you, did you do anything different to the shoes they're gone. They're done. Those <laughs> shoes were done. They were in the garbage. I just see you at home, just like uh, like sitting, sitting uh, Indian style, like lighting the shoes on fire, butt naked, just like letting them, burn, getting the rat, getting the rat <laughs> like, world like, off like of them. Flashbacks to the Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I left them outside, took them off outside, and then just they never came back. They don't come back in. They went and got a shovel and bought a shovel from the hardware store, took them out. To just the buried them. What about like have you ever you ever stepped in dog shit? Yeah. But the tread of a shoe, like if you've stepped in dog shit where the tread is so deep that it's impossible to get it out. Yeah. What do you do? Do you wash these shoes or you throw them away? I try to wash them, but at some point you're like, they're done. Now more, since I have a little bit of money, I'm like, well, how old were these shoes anyway? See? 
I've done both versions. Newer shoes, I'm like, I'm saving them. More recently, I stepped in a pair, of, uh, I stepped in dog shit in a brand new pair of shoes and the tread was deep. Like it was like a cross trainer uh, type of shoe. Yeah. And I, I, I was- Trying yes, with a toothpick, gotta find a toothbrush. I brought a toothbrush and I, I was brushing it out. And I'm you're like, what the it. fuck is wrong with me? Disgusting. That's why I'm wiping out this- And, and then I- Clean up your fucking dog poop. <laughs> you see it on the street and then you go get your car to come back. You see a footprint in it. You're like, you ruin someone's day. That guy's day is over now. And then when you catch him, like, hey man, you're like, oh, I don't have a bag. Like, well, go get one and come back. Yeah, get a bag. There's bags all over the place. Oh, you everywhere. Can find a bag. Find, wait around it, find another dog. And I'm like, hey man, I don't have a bag. They were always like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I've been there. Right. Ugh. Yeah, you've ruined someone's day. Ugh. You want it? It's so funny. That's the it. middle of the fucking sidewalk. It's our neighborhood. Yeah. Does it happen a lot in your neighborhood? Sometimes, yes, yeah. for sure. And it's like, who's doing this? What trash is doing this? Arabs. That's no, not even. That's <laughs> <laughs> not even. <a> <laughs> They're always letting their dog shit and not cleaning up. That's their thing. That's always been their thing. Dude, we were in, we were in Ecuador. We met a guy from Hong Kong. Yeah. Um. Uh. Fuck. I forget his name. Ah. Whatever. Um. And he was telling us about. This chi in China, where they'll eat dog sometimes, and the, the way they eat dog. So if you eat venison, deer, yeah. what you have to do is you have to kill it clean. Baby deer, right? Venison is baby deer? No, venison is just deer. It's a veal is baby. Oh, sorry. No, that's, that's baby cow. Venison is cow. No, venison is deer. Venison is deer. Veal, veal is, is cow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, that's right. I don't think it's baby, but I might be wrong. But anyway, you have to kill it clean because if you kill it, like, get it in the neck and, and then, like, slowly, all the adrenaline start pumps out and it makes the, the meat sour. Right. With dog, it is the opposite. You want the adrenaline. Oh my God. It makes God. it better tasting. Oh. They beat on him for like three days. No. Yeah. And this guy's telling us this, um, all these like, you know, white tourists in this like hiker hostel or whatever, this like resort kind of thing. And um, in the South and like, and he's telling us how he beat on for a few days until they find like ready where they're like, whatever. And then they kill it. And that makes it good. And we're all like, all these white people are like, you know, that's, that's tough. But like, I guess you gotta, I don't know. You gotta respect other cultures. Like, like you know whatever they do and he's like what no fuck that they're animals that's <laughs> disgusting what they're doing they're fucking awful humans and we're like oh okay well <laughs> yeah. if you're saying it yeah, <laughs> yeah okay yeah. it's like we bend over backwards and be like ah he know. gave you the go yeah <laughs> you're like no 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 i mean i guess that's, that's part of your religion he's like no it's fucking <laughs> oh, disgusting fuck you're like, yeah right okay I, I didn't like it either <laughs> yeah. no i saw an article that said the, the president of south korea was considering yeah. banning eating dogs because he has multiple dogs. That's that's the reason. Considering. Yeah. But he still was like, I can't take that away from these people. But also you have to know, I don't love the idea of it, but- Food source. I eat cow. Yeah. And there are cultures that are against eating cow. Yeah. You know, it's like- I eat cat. There's some cultures that wouldn't like Yeah, that. I love cat. Yeah. But what kind of cat? It depends on what kind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a feral cat is, yeah. woof, yum, 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 yeah. yum, yum. Cat Stevens. Know? Steven's good guy. Yeah. Let him back into the country, by yeah. the way. Is he still banned? Remember they banned him? Oh, yeah. They banned Cat Stevens from coming in. The guy who wrote Peace Train, they said why, he was why like they a, banned him? I think it was like a- Read some anti-American songs? I'm sure he was like a, yeah, they were like, he's a communist. Stop going into countries and invading them and just killing people <laughs> randomly. Yeah. Stop going oopsies on drone strikes at wedding parties. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. My bad, we had no idea. We didn't know that that was that busy. It was too many people, dude. But congrats on the marriage. Yeah. Yeah, Cat Stevens banned from the fucking wow. country. Kind of like him and uh, Seagal. Steven Seagal was going to be banned, banned from coming back here. Oh, because he's homies to... with Putin. That's right. But you're buddies with Putin. You've been friends with him for years. It's not about that. We're in a chess league. It's just kind of like a friendly We don't talk about politics. Right. Every time it comes up, we're like, no. No. Pootie. Come on. We talked about it. Stop. This is not, this is the rule. We don't talk about that shit here. I don't know anything about it. And he's like, well, you know, the Democrats, Republicans. I don't vote, Pootie. I don't vote. 
So you're talking to the wrong guy. It's like bringing up 9-11 truthers. He goes, oh, I actually do have the truth on that. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and he's like, Rook to pun five. You're like, good. Okay, let's get back to chess, okay, please. Okay, okay. God damn, yeah. Poot. Yeah. He's sick. He's going to die, by the way. Really? Oh, they're, 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 they're covering it up big time. He's 666. You know who did die a long time ago? Who? Not a long time ago. Probably two years ago. Who, Mussolini? The Queen of England. They pre-recorded a video of her on the fucking subway, on the tube station for her, uh, for her 100th anniversary. They didn't want her to show that she died of a commoner disease. She's dead? I thought she's alive. Nope, she's dead. But she's alive to the public. Yeah, they won't announce it because they don't want her to say she died of COVID. So they wanted to get to 100, um, which she's doing soon, I think. Um, but she died. She died. She died of COVID. She's dead. She's an old person. Old people, just because they're rich, don't have a better chance of surviving COVID. Yeah, well, they have a better chance of surviving life yeah. for longer. So any of the royalty that comes out retarded, which a lot of them do because they're so inbred, inbred they so yeah. fuck each other, um, they're just like, oh, ship them off. Like, we don't want to talk about that. And they don't want any of them to have died of COVID. And COVID hit everybody, right? And she got COVID and she died. She died. And they covered it up. They quickly found something that they have like here i am on the train of whatever on this day and age but she ain't holding a fucking uh, newspaper have we not seen her since she's been in hiding she's been gone she is dead queen elizabeth becomes second longest surviving monarch they would love they would say that she's dead she's, she's been dead, dead they just dude. don't want to say it. she was a mouthpiece anyway right she's been dead no big deal you know people die a lot of old people died 1926 Way too many years. Yeah, they, I, oh, 1926, they wanted to last two. Four long. more years is a long time, dude. You think it's gonna happen? You can get, can you get away with hiding somebody? Hiding a dead, a dead person? She for used to come years? out and do the fucking wave thing, and now she doesn't do that anymore. God, she was a looker when she was younger. What well, a could, difference. Do you think, do you think they'll still like She's put her on so strings and Bernie her? Do you think they'll weaken a Bernie's her out there? Yeah. And they'll just, or you know what they, you know what they probably are doing? I bet you they're they're giving someone like super high end expensive reconstructive surgery to look exactly like her. Yeah, and all you far far away. Yes, so they have an older woman oh, that they've I'll, aged I'll, I'll up. up. Yeah, <laughs> it's you. We get in close. It's just you. <laughs> I'll play. I'll play queen. I'll play queen for a bunch of money. I'll you, know how that you heard built. it here, Britain. The kid wants to play the queen. Yeah. Let him do it. All right. That is kind of creepy to think that she's. This is a conspiracy theory, obviously, but I buy it out of you for some reason because it just sounds plausible. You it's saw a conspiracy theory that I didn't make up. It's going around. It's around. Up. And when they heard it was going around, then they were like, oh, let's fucking pull out the video. What's another one that you that, that is going around that you really believe in? Is there, is there a few that you're like, oh, this one does seem pretty plausible? You're a flat earther. I know that. Yeah. I'm a flat earther in parts. Right. Um, Partial flat earther. Yeah. Um, I believe... Well, I believe something. I believe 9-11 was a hoax. Right. Don't it think it happened. Didn't happen at yeah, all. Right. Still there. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I believe it's still yeah, I go, there. I go the other way. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like who did it. I, I believe uh, Trayvon Martin actually killed George Zimmerman. Oh, right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. they don't want you to know. Right. Why would it help their cause? Why did it help? It wouldn't help the Black Matters cause. Right. Right. So they have right. a vested interest in not letting that out. Right. Um, these are the sort of things that I believe. That's the thing. That's kind of the zeitgeist you live in. I really, you can go A or B, left or right. I'm like, go a third angle. <laughs> Just go have <laughs> Just fun go with all side. these things. Go, go back. <laughs> yeah. That's like I saw this thing the other day about, uh, and it's very sad, but they're outfitting schools now, kids with bulletproof um, blankets, like vest blankets. To quickly go under them? Yeah, they throw they throw under them. They like all hide underneath them. Now. Oh, that's if you're a shooter then, you just like open it up. I was just pop, gonna pop. say, that's insane. Like, go to the mounds, go to the mounds and fucking stomp them. Save uh, your bullets, stomp I was like, them. how on earth do you think giving a kid, kids are never gonna, you're like, tie really your shoe. Are they really doing that or is it something they considered in one school? No, no, I'm saying they did it in one school, but I think their their goal was to try to see if other schools would be influenced by it. 
And you as a guy who's an investor in Bulletproof Vest, this should be right up I your alley. I love it, yeah. Remember who the, used to make the um, those, those things you walk through in the TSA? Yeah, the, me the metal detectors, you mean? Not the metal detectors, but the, the, the scanner The things. spinny thing, yeah. It was owned by the guy who was in charge of the TSA. <laughs> and he Fuck was off. like, I think we need these. And they're like, what? He's like, yeah, at every airport. Yeah, and they're like, okay, well, if TSA says we need them. And just no thought of like, this guy owns the company that makes those things. Isn't it just a low-end x-ray, which is even <laughs> crazier to me? It's just crazy. It's like, why am I giving an x-ray to you people? That's so strange. Mm -hmm. You can't detect it with metal? What would that pick up that that wouldn't pick up? They're like, eh, I don't know. But it's the guy who wants to make a lot of money. A lot of fucking money. Yeah. Well, like I was in Buffalo and they had, have you ever, you know, the, you know when you put your bag to the belt and sometimes they're very old machines, Buffalo, New York, Buffalo has the new ones, the super oh, yeah, new round ones. Uh -huh. I was like, how do you it's guys- an MRI. Yes. Yeah, I was like, how do you afford these it? fucking machines? For my luggage? It's just tax dollars. Like That's well, a fuckload of tax dollars. It's like, we already had the budget for the old machines. We had this budget, we're gonna spend it, so let's just do new machines. Like, But the old ones, they work the same. Though. Yeah, but it didn't matter. We just need new ones. We do need to have new ones in there. It's just- do, it's, How do you get the job of the guy that checks the bag? I always see the guy that's like rolling through the bag and looking. Mm -hmm. How is he or her any different than one of these other uh, people it's that- It's a welfare are, job. Yeah, so- <laughs> it, it is. It's yeah. former military. Most of them are former military. Yeah, so we yeah. gotta find a spot for them. But who's the guy that knows how to detect things in the bags? They don't. They're just guessing as much Dude, as Dude, it's so funny when you look it up. They do test bombs they throw to test everybody, like keep mm -hmm. sharp. 95% of the bombs and guns they get, get through. They get right through, yeah. And the 5% that do, they show them, they're like wires coming out of a clock, like really <laughs> obvious ones. And like, I got one. And you're like, they're the most fucking Hamburglar fucking <laughs> shit they could find. A Disney bomb? Yeah, they do, no, they're actually not stopping anything. No. Since 9-11, two people have got, tried to get on a plane with a bomb and they both got on. The shoe bomber and the underwear bomber. They both got on. They're 0 for 2 since 9-11. <laughs> they've done nothing. They've just invaded our privacy left right. and right. They're fucking looking at chicks naked they, all the time. They're stealing, you're, they're stealing your, uh, your over 3.4 ounces. Oh, yeah. They take everything and you're like, what's the difference? Like, I didn't want to fucking lose this goddamn lighter. That's what it is. What I don't For doing is, nothing in return. If it's only 3.4 ounces or whatever, but I can, I can have five of those. Yeah. You're like, you can't have 10 ounces. You're like- I have more yeah. in five different fucking pouches. I had one time, you know, sometimes you go like, uh, see your license, like state your name. Like, why? Why here do I state my name? And the other one, I don't state my name. Yeah. And it's like, and now I'll go like, uh, <laughs> and they're like, sir, you state your name. Like, what? It's like, why? What if I don't? You won't let me go if I don't say my name out loud? It's that. You see it. You see my name. You see my phone. Yeah. It's Aaron Saffer. <laughs> Is that your name? It's like, that's right. Aaron Saffer. How, are you going to call me on that? It's spelled uh, Ari Shafir. Interesting. Well, you say it how you say it. I yeah. say how I say it. Um, I, I hate them so much, but like, uh, but like, uh, so one time the guy was like, say your name. He's like, why don't I say it here? And I don't have to say it in another place. And the guy goes, cause the guy in charge of this local TSA wants more power than the other guy. And I'm like, Ari Shafir. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Like, he knows exactly what's honest. going on. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. I like that where the guy goes, look, man, it's, it's 12 bucks an hour. Yeah. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Fucking let's just get through this. Yeah. I respect that guy yeah. a lot. The guy Fair. that gives you the honest, like, look, man. I don't want to fucking do this right now. Uh -huh. Like last night we had dinner. Uh, uh, believable so far. We had, we had dinner and the server was like, hey man, you, call, you guys want a coffee and dessert? We're like, yeah. And, and they were like closing, close to shut down. And he's like, and they cleaned it. Any chance you could not want that? I don't want, you know what I mean? He was really being like, we don't want to fucking bring it. <laughs> and so all of us were like, yeah, it's fine, man. Yeah. We're like, it's, it's totally fine. Cause you can feel he, he could have done the dance, but he was like, we don't want to fucking have to clean it again, man. Is that cool? Are yeah, you it's cool like, with you know, that? Also, nowadays, after COVID, 
the work level has gotten to the point where like, I don't want to do this. Right. I'm not going the extra mile. Well, because they ha- because they used to not be required to do things. Now they're now they're more particular than ever about like cleaning all the surfaces twice. And then it, oh, yeah. even when you open, you have to re-clean again. And this can't go here anymore. And you're like, why? Uh, why? Why? We were fine before. <laughs> COVID wasn't spreading through that little thing. You want to know where COVID started? I saw it this weekend at the airport in one of those kids' play pens oh my uh, God. At, at an airport. That's where COVID festered. It's fucking repulsive. Kids' germs. They're Ro- worse than just ever. the grossest they little just, thing. On a stroller coming at you, go, <coughs> I'm like, cover up your fucking kid. <laughs> Pull the thing down. Pull the thing over that little piece of shit. Ugh. All right, look, I want to let you go uh, because I don't want to look at your face anymore. Fair. Um, when Jew comes out, please yeah. watch Jew, everybody. Um, it is a wonderful special. I'm not pandering because I love you. It was, it's Thanks, so buddy. funny, dude. I cannot wait for people to see it. Uh, this weekend, see this boy, the Vic Theater tomorrow night, tonight in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Pantages. Which I, uh, Pantages Theater? Yeah. I don't want to get people's hopes up, but I might shoot my special in Minneapolis. Maybe. Because we found a place that I thought was incredible. In St. Paul. In oh, St. Really? Paul. St. Paul. Well, St. Paul. Which is close. They're the same. They're Twin Cities. When it comes out, come on, Irish Fear Skeptic Tank. Get that Skeptic Tank bump. That Skeptic <laughs> bump. That Skeptic bump. <laughs> but go see this dude tonight in Minneapolis. Tomorrow night in Chicago, the Vic Theater, unless it's already sold out. I don't know. Is I have it already no sold out? Who cares? No, I, I honestly told both of them. I was like, hey, just so you know, I got my special week before. I'm not going to be promoting this hard. <laughs> so I've got other shit I've got to deal with. Yeah. And they're like, fair. That's fine. So it might be, it might not be. Are you still going to be doing the special at those shows? No. Or, or different, different material? Different material. Look at you already. It's not it's even done. out and you're switching over. Well, I already ran like, new stuff. I like, know, but you're a brave time. boy for doing that. That's Because yeah. you, do, you don't have the full hour yet though. Of what? A new hour. It's, I've had a new hour. Oh, you already got a new hour. Yeah, what I'm going to do is to have this hour, I'm taking the summer off, drop it, make a new hour, and then do best of both those hours. And that'll be my next special. Smart. That's actually very smart. Go see the Jew. Uh, thank you for doing this, Ari. I love you. Um, look into your camera right there. Yeah. We end the episode same way. One word or one phrase. It's going to be embedded in history forever. So make sure it counts when you're ready. Embedded uh, in history forever? Yeah. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.